0: If uh, Rabbi Zippel wasn't didn't feel qualified to address the esteemed audience tonight, I'm not sure where I'm supposed to fall, but I'll do my best. Now we've heard throughout the night that. Um, the purpose of the is to identify how each of us are influencers in our own right, in our own spaces, and our own environments. And in fact, my, my participation tonight in this uh, very esteemed Fabrengin is very much a personal put out moment for me. And what I mean by that is as follows. I wasn't scheduled to Fabreng together with everybody tonight. I was hoping to attend, but not necessarily to share any ideas. But the argument reached out at the last moment last week, that they needed a substitute for one of the people, one of the, the, one of the folks to Fabreng. And so hearing what the message of the Fabringen was, that it was put out, that this was exactly the opportunity where I felt that perhaps I have to go out of my cave, and out of my comfort zone, perhaps, and share some ideas. And that's why I'm here tonight. So now, we we already heard from Rev Naftali, an hour or so ago, about the exceptional day of Cheshvanis, which Shemesh was until Cheshvanis and Tishreen and Alice. Uh, it wasn't really identifiable what it was such why it was such an incredible day. He further elaborated on the Hayyim Yaim of Cheshvanis and, and the relationship of the message in Hayyim Myeim to the Reb's strong message, of and the importance of this day in the calendar. But maybe I'll share something that maybe there's a little more to the story about the Hayayim uh, Yayim and Hayayim Yayim and its relationship to this day and how it, uh, it actualizes its, itself in my life personally and, uh, and how others may be able to actualize it in their own uh, lives. In a letter from the Reverend to the librarian Alexander Cohn, the Rebbe affirms that he should have received a small book, a Yem, and it's a volume as the Rebbe describes it, that establishes that every day says something, and that every day is a day. As a is a tag. Amazingly, the letter that's the letter that's written to Alexander Cohn is dated Chaschefs Nisan, Tafshin, Gimel. So, the Rebbe, on the day, Kaf Chesnes and Tafshin, Gimel, elaborates what the toichen of Hayyayim was for that day, and that the sefer Hayyayim establishes as Hayyayim establishes so, every day is a day. And he the Rebbe explains further that the message of Hayyayim is emphasizing that Ahavas Hashem and Ahav Yisrael are one, and Curiously, if you elaborate in the shiurim of the day of Chaf Ches you find that it's Shani Pashas Kadeshim, in which the pasuk says, All the toichen of one day Chaf If you go back to the basis of Ayim Miyayim in fact you find that it's in a letter from Tu Ba'av, from Tafresh Tadeke. And the Rebbe relates there, the Al Rebbe's response to the Chassidim, questioning whether there were two forms of Ahav of Yisrael. And uh, they approached the Alter Rebbe, with, uh, and the Mitzel Rebbe had argued that it was Ahav Israel, the Chassidim that it was Hashem. And the Alter Rebbe responded that it was Chakuk in every neshama, ruach, and nefesh, in every year, that there was one Ahava, and Ahav of and Ahava Hashem were one. And the Hasidim left that Fabrengen, The Rebbe goes on in the letter to say, they left that uh, they left they left with that message from the Daliyada, and they established fabrengen that it should be chakuk, as the Alter Rebbe had said, the mishama ruach and nefesh in each one of them, that this idea that there was one form of Ahav and they were connected one to the other. And the Rebbe concludes there. That once it was engraved in those early, the neshama, the, ruach and nefesh, those early chassidim, that it was given over Be'erusha to all the bears that followed. So no doubt, the is in fact a great day, as is Chav test, and as we're going into Lamid and then into year, But every day gives us opportunities. And... Um, and each one of us have different types of opportunities and the types of exposures that we have to to different people. Now, when we're dealing with individuals, when we're dealing with people, we're dealing with people who are vulnerable. Each one of us is vulnerable. Now, vulnerability for many was determined to be a bad thing. In fact, it's vulnerability that allows us to have to have Ahav HaShisrael, to have true love. Love emerges from complementing each other. And in fact, if Chaim Shmulevet, Mir HaShishiva, in, uh, in uh, explaining the bracha hachereinah, Why do we make a bracha that thank you, Yevon Shalom, for creating everybody with chesreinah. Because, in fact, in creating each and every one of us with chestrainus, we need another person to complement us to make us whole in a sense. And, and for this, we need to have uh, a hava tisral, a hava and in that way we can be complete. There are very few fields in the world where people experience their chestrainus more than in medicine. In Mila as well, because of Mayo. My, the the is that an and my job is through but in each case we're, exa- we're experiencing a relationship with another person who's finding themselves in a time of need and uh, as a physician you step in and you try to help them navigate their, their time in them, you help them navigate in their time of need in their very vulnerable time and place Needless to say, the last two years, found many people in a very vulnerable place. And uh, when people find themselves in a vulnerable place, for the physician, they find opportunity. Khalila that the opportunity should necessarily be in the financial space, the opportunity is in the, 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 the richness of helping another person when they find themselves in a place of suffering. And when you can help take somebody out of blood, out of mud and raise them up, lift them up to, to be more confident and more positive about what the future holds for them, it's a tremendous, tremendous, tremendous opportunity. I'll share a couple of stories where personally I found myself in my own where there were opportunities that being present, being living in the moment, one was able to identify how to help other people in such a way, a way that it emerges from uh, Ahav Yisrael. And as the Rebbe taught us what Ahav Yisrael meant, what, uh, what what being present means. And I'll share a couple of stories as such. So one story is as follows. I um, had the opportunity, I travel a lot to do Grissom and um, a very kind gentleman offered to give me a ride to the airport. Needless to say, uh, he took me to the wrong airport on an of Shabbat, which is not a great uh, a great position to be when you're uh, having to get back for other local Britons. So he gets very, he, he becomes very anxious and very upset by the error. And I, I told him, look, I don't know that what you did is an error. There's some pu'ula that's intended to emerge from this. We'll, we'll see how this plays out and I have no doubt that there isn't an error here there's an opportunity here and so he takes me to the proper airport I, I, I board a flight Baruch Hashem everything is, is is wonderful and on the flight the fellow comes over to me and offers to help me place my my Mueller kit on the uh, on the overhead bin. You can't see me, but I am vertically challenged. And so any help with getting my bag up top was very, very much appreciated. And we sit there, we happen to sit down next to each other. We start to converse. And it turns out he's not a Yid. That emerged quickly. As a chassid of the other, if you're engaged with somebody, the first thing you want to know is, uh, are they a Yid? And what uh, what can you do to to help them in terms of and But as a matter of course, he's, His children were Jewish. So we engaged in our conversation further, and it turns out that he had retired for a very particular purpose, for a very particular reason. He had lost his vision, and in his profession, without clear and accurate vision, he wasn't able to continue working. As it turned out, the disease for which he lost his vision from was for a particular type of cataract, that I happen to know a surgeon who specializes in exactly that type of cataract. So that's number one, I missed the flight, I could help At this, uh, 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 another person on, on a flight. And then it emerges that why is he flying to my region? Because his daughter is expecting a child. They so ask him, Nunu, if your daughter is expecting a child, she's a Yiduna, she needs a mail for her son. Tells me, well, you know, if you were giving birth in the city where you're flying to, we would potentially call you to the be the mile. But in fact, she's giving birth in the city where you're coming from, not where you're going. So there's no mile there. So what can we do? I looked at him and I said, Mehechatesi, there's no mile. In fact, you and I are leaving from the same city. I just like I'm coming from that city. I can go back to that city. And indeed, three weeks later, three weeks later. I was back there for a breath. Now, when you're you're first in that situation, when you're first in that circumstance, time seems to fly by, you're not present in the moment, there's anxiety rising, how am I gonna get back home for Shabbos? But in fact, there were not only did I need to be on that second flight, that later flight, but that's from the beginning, from the start, that's how it was supposed to be. So being present and being available to somebody who finds himself in a situation, in a vulnerable place, and being able to help them out of such a circumstance is a tremendous, tremendous opportunity. Some of us have it every day, some of us have it more frequently than others, but in a sense, just being present, not being distracted by everything else that's going on around us in a 24-7 news cycle, just like the Eudeist in a 24-7 news cycle, they are also, opportunities in a 24-7 cycle and it's our opportunity and job to tap into those moments within that cycle and and turn them into a tut moment now when we think about tut out, there's doing there's tutan and then there's alz in medicine there's this idea of you know you have to be available you have to be ready to do our goal is to do But the question is, is it out? Are we doing everything we have to do? Are we going above and beyond where we need to be? And the expectation is as physicians that you're available uh, whenever patients call to do everything it is that they need. And in fact, throughout coronavirus, throughout the COVID-19 pandemic over the last two years, the cycle of phone calls was unending and trying to be present, myself, my colleagues around the world, askanim, rabbanim, etc., it created unique, unique moments because there were no longer this idea of office hours where people can come to you at very designated time, but every moment became an opportunity. And so in fact, there was, to share a story, there was a call one night, one afternoon actually, about a Yid who's in desperate need of COVID-related care. Why it landed by me, I, I didn't know the Yid. I didn't know anybody who knew the Yid at the time, but somehow it landed up as an opportunity for me. Now, why was it my opportunity? Because I answered my phone. Had I declined the call, I didn't recognize the number, it would have been somebody else's opportunity. But by being involved at that moment and hearing the person's vulnerabilities, at that time, we stepped into high gear and we interceded on behalf of the person and on behalf of the family. And we were able to deliver a a level of care that I believe only emerges when we have a deep, deep Ahavas Yisrael, Ahavas Reyim. And ultimately that Ahavas Yisrael and Ahavas Reyim should ultimately lead to the ultimate Ahava HaShem as was promised, as was in our neshamah, says of the Rabbayim. And so, just to, to close out, when we're asked to do everything, each one of us has to slow time down for us. We live in such a rapid cycle where so much is happening, so much is happening so fast. But how do you take every minute of every day and make it an opportunity, an opportunity to impact another person, another human, all of humanity. And ultimately when, we're all, when we are synchronized to doing only good, to doing all things that positively impact a person who is in a state of vulnerability, and we complement each other in a most perfect way, then we're to a Gula shleim of And finally, in an aspect of the sicha, from Chav Nissen, we see a particular aspect in the way in which the gu'ula will be revealed. The Rebbe describes whether it is an arenu nefla'ois or nefla'ois arenu. And when it says flies. We're talking about Milamaila Lamata, So we we beg, we plead that as the Rebbe said, should it be one, should it be two, should it be three people that are able to do everything in their power to bring Mashiach, But we see all the suffering that people are going through we see all the challenges that people are going through. So we ask that it should be Milamaila Milo. So, the MS is uh, not to call out on any individual, but the awareness of what it is to be a Shleach of the Rebbe, to be part of a, the Rebbe's meistens, Um is a very, uh, it was something I first saw up close and personal during medical school, spending many, many a Shabbos in the homes of Shlochim, sleeping on couches by Shlochim to be able to have. A, uh, a proper Shabbos experience during a medical school education. And so uh, to, to identify a couple of shluchim that were most important and vital in being a dugmachay of what it means to be Ibegigabin to the Rebbe's to the Rebbe's uh, kach, to the Rebbe's purpose, uh, Reb Grossbaum, Resuvia Telding, Rebauden Stein, labeled Baumgart, just to name a few, where uh, we saw, I, I saw and appreciated haste. Um, one of the one of the aspects of medicine is that there's a, at the end of the line there's a life on there's a life in play. There's partial to person's well-being, and it could could be a person's well-being from their little toe. To Nebuch, the biggest kankai. It could be anything that that afflicts them. And so, one thing that in medicine is to do a regular before you go to bed at night, you ask yourself, uh, Where did I leave my patients for the day? Did I forget something on behalf of one of my patients? Did I uh, close out the day as it needs to be? And, And frankly, There's a a pit in the stomach at the end of every day of what responsibility did I take upon myself as it affects another person? And uh, can I go to sleep tonight knowing that I closed out the day and left everybody in a safe place? And so where you can see that in another framework is where you see the shluchim of the the riadah Doing their but there are times where uh, I, I was just last week on a call with the Shliach and uh, we were talking about the importance of regulating uh, sleep schedules. That a normal sleep schedule is important to function. And I only said that to him because I know what time I get phone calls from him. So seeing his kite, that it really is a almost a 24-hour cycle that we're living in uh, is something that. Uh, you know, he sees that he's dealing with neshamus, and therefore he can't sleep. I see that I'm dealing with, with people's physical well-being, which ultimately affects the nishamas and the expression of those neshamus, and that's why I can't sleep. Um, you know, my phone is a very curious device. It's a, a, you can actually map the number of phone calls per day, and they match the pandemic wave. They overlay perfectly on the pandemic wave. I ask sometimes people you know uh, it'd be nice if you'd also call to to, to maybe learn a a, 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 a territory or a, it's also nice to get those phone calls but the place where I am in the position I'm in is such that people need assistance and advice and guidance as uh, as a physician and that's the position that I'm in and that's what I have to answer to and so many find themselves running away from the position that they're in and the opportunities that they're in. It's more of a question that the devil puts forward to us is to make every day what it is, is to take the opportunities of that day. And uh, as people have become wont to say, in the last two years, if you have lemons, make lemonade. Don't seek to make some other other thing out of the day that it isn't. Live the day for what it is, uh, expand the day for what it is, and seek that every day should have opportunities that um, that you can that you can fashion and move forward, and so uh, you know there's there's there are many there are many many stories over the last two years of interactions and how relationships among Hasidim uh, totally changed trajectories of disease for individuals for more than individuals. I, I it calls to mind again, and it was an of Shabbos where early in COVID there were many who we're not getting, we're intubated and we're not being transitioned to um, other forms of uh, respiratory support. And there was experience from elsewhere in the world that moving to those other forms would be beneficial. But working with Ahavas Yisrael, working among Yidin, Phenalic and across all colors, shapes, and sizes, literally it was an air Shabbos, somebody, got the bug in the ear that they were gonna resolve this problem and reached out Mamish across the country to identify the device that would help the doctors assist the patient. And this intervention with uh, pesach time of that year helped every patient in that hospital that was in that state and it affected them for uh, for, for the next month or two months that they were able to implement a change in care. So Saafakal is when the phone rings, somebody needs help, somebody needs assistance, your phone is ringing for a reason. You're being called to a mission, and you're not being called just to do in a halfway form and uh, to let go and to move on, but rather you're being called to do everything. And that is a, a mission that every one of us in our own way can implement.